Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Sporlin HVACR podcast. Now in this episode, I want to talk a little bit about supermarket refrigeration. I had a contractor asking me about a dual temp case, and so I wanted to talk a little bit more about that. Now the first thing I want to discuss is what is a case? I know that's a very common term in the supermarket world, but maybe for some HVAC contractors or people that aren't in the trade, the term case, let's think about when you go into a supermarket. Any of the refrigerated food is in what we use that term for. It's in a case. It might have a door. It may not. It may be for food prep. It may be for deli, for seafood. Those are all considered cases. And that's the same thing if you're in an airport and trying to get a pre-made sandwich. Those are going to be stored in a case. And just like any refrigeration system, you have your four main components. Your compressor, your condenser, your metering device, and your evaporator. And now in refrigeration, whether it be commercial or supermarket, you may have a standalone case where it is self-contained. It has its own compressor. Or in larger operations like supermarkets, you may have a rack, which is a lineup of compressors that pump refrigerant to several cases. And these cases can be set for specific temperatures, just depending on what product is going to be inside of it. And we have some cases with the ability to be dual temperature or dual temp. And what that means is by the flip of a switch, you can convert from one temperature to another. And how this is accomplished is by the use of an evaporator pressure regulator, or an EPR. The standard use of an EPR is to maintain a constant pressure in our evaporator. Now what that means, we just talked about pressure temperature charts. If we maintain a constant pressure in our evaporator, that means it'll also maintain a constant temperature. So in a place like a supermarket with different types of product, produce, meats, dairies, ice creams, they all have specific temperature ranges that they need to be kept. And so these evaporator pressure regulators will ensure a stable temperature in each case. And so depending on what product is kept in a specific case, the EPR will be set to a specific set point or a temperature set point. So let's say, for example, we're looking at a dairy case for milk. We want to maintain about a 36 to 39 degree Fahrenheit case temperature. That means we need to maintain an evaporator temperature of about 26 to 29 degrees, thinking about a 10 degree TD. So what pressure do we need to set our evaporator pressure regulator to? Let's assume this is 404A refrigerant. Using a PT chart, we'll see to set a set point of about 26 degrees, we'll need to set our evaporator to right around 63.5 PSI. So if this were a mechanical EPR, this set point will be set just by adjusting the adjustment screw, which puts more or less pressure on a spring or diaphragm. As pressure in your evaporator starts to fall below the set point, then that spring or diaphragm will start to close off the valve, holding back refrigerant until the evaporator pressure 
rises above that set point and it will open allowing refrigerant to flow. So as long as the pressure in the evaporator is above that set point, the valve will stay 100% open. It's only when the pressure falls below set point that it will start to modulate. Now this also goes the same for an electronic evaporator pressure regulator or an EEPR as it may be called. The major difference is that these are usually controlled by a controller. The controller gets a pressure signal from a pressure transducer, and as pressure falls below the set point, then the valve will close, allowing refrigerant pressure to build up in the evaporator until it reaches that set point, then the valve will open back up. So in theory, a case with an EPR can have various temperatures, just depending on the adjustment range that the spring has. However, if you wanted to manually change those temperatures, it would take a lot of time to set them. You would have to unload the case, make your adjustment, and wait until the valve is at the correct set point pressure. With an electronic EPR, that's a little bit easier. You can just change your set point in the controller but the EEPRs must be sized correct or else adjusting the set point pressure can damage your compressor. So a good medium would be to implement a solenoid valve. So coming off your evaporator, your refrigerant would have two ways to flow, either through the solenoid valve or through an EPR. If you wanted to run full rack pressure, the lowest suction pressure available, you would open your solenoid valve, allowing your refrigerant to freely flow. If you wanted to maintain that pressure, if you wanted to set it to a higher pressure, then you close your solenoid valve, which would force refrigerant to flow through your EPR, and that would dictate the suction pressure in your evaporator. Now with Sporlin, our go-to EPR for supermarket refrigeration is the sort valve. And on our internally piloted sort valves, we have the option for electric open. And so that would be an EPR with that solenoid built into one valve body. So if you want to run full low pressure, low temp, you open that electric open, which would allow full flow, and you close it when you want to modulate to your specific set point. And this is how you can have a dual temperature case with one single valve. And with a flip of the switch, you can go in between those two temperatures. And where this is handy for a supermarket, like their coffin cases, or a case that you would find in the middle of an aisle, during a specific time of the year, they can showcase a specific product. So let's say Thanksgiving's coming up, they can run those coffin cases at low temp to keep frozen turkeys. And in the off time, they can go to a higher temperature to keep regular meats like bacon or beef. And that way, when they switch over, there isn't a lot of mechanical work they need to do. They just have to flip a switch, so to say, activating or deactivating that solenoid valve. And the last thing I want to bring up is that these EPRs are not expansion valves. They do not drop pressure. You can look at it as a holdback valve. It holds back refrigerant to bring up pressure. And as a quick troubleshooting tip, when you are setting your set point, your evaporator pressure 
must be lower than the set point. If not, then the valve will remain 100% open and you won't be able to see if it is correctly set. Now, thanks again for listening. Have a great one.